Hello to all my Theology Unplugged listeners. This is Michael Patton, and we've got a new podcast that we are testing out today. Love to hear your feedback. Check it out over on YouTube. That way you can comment on it. And you also, you can see both of us. We're having a conversation. This is called Converse. No, no, it's called, what is it called? Behind the Scenes with Tad and Michael. So check out that one and try to find it. Let us know what you think. We really want, to, want your feedback. Just think this way. Everything, every time I've done this, or just something new, it screws up the first time somehow. Doesn't work very well. It's and right. don't worry about it. Don't get discouraged. Okay. I'm not, uh, I'm nothing. No, you're easily discouraged. You always are. Yeah, I'm Catholic. Oh, okay. Is it, how does that have anything to do with it? That's being discouraged and being, uh, worried about everything all the time. Okay, what were we talking about earlier that, that I told you to save? Um, I'm not doing of, any introductions and stuff, at least right now. I don't, so I don't know what's going on. But uh, what was it you, want, you were getting to say something? It was really cool, and I wanted to talk about it, but then I paused it. You probably won't remember, right? No, we have a lot of conversations like that recently. Um, no, it was just a few minutes ago, dude. It's like an hour ago. Jackson. Sex in heaven? <laughs> Dude, that's all you want to talk about. No, and you said that we had jobs and everything up there. We had tasks, and there's a whole thing. And I believe whatever you tell me, it took me a while. But, uh, yeah. Well, well, like I said earlier, I take that take that with a grain of salt. I'm just hoping, and I don't think I'm stretching that much, but I don't know. Uh, but I think we will. I mean... Why wouldn't we have sex in heaven? Why would he create it for here? The only thing you could say is that he created it for here so that we could procreate, and that's the only reason for it. But that's not the only reason for it, obviously. I mean, it's it goes way beyond that, and it's part of the relationship. And why would he say, hey, here's the greatest thing that you guys really love down here, but once you get up to heaven or once you get to new earth, we're getting rid of that and replacing it with something else. Well, so what the Catholics think is that that's a waste of seed that you're only supposed to do anything because of procreating. So, yeah, I know. Uh, man, I, I can get, I can take this. You know what? Fuck it. Masturbating is a sin. Everything is a sin if you waste your seed. So for it's a, a whole, uh, huh? For a Catholic. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from. I know. So, I'm just. I'm just saying. Me, well, you've taught me. I must say, just in case this is being recorded, that, um, and I have a feeling it is, and I think you're tricking me. But whatever. <laughs> no, uh, I, I am recording. I am recording. I just don't know what's so, going on. Uh, I don't really know what's going on. You and I started talking. I don't know. We've been friends for probably what thirty something years, forty years, maybe. Yeah. Probably forty years at this point. Uh, I did not believe i just didn't but i like to hear your story because i thought it was a great story and now we're to the point to where i believe but i don't get it but what i do i mean i believe i believe but i still understand why i didn't does it make sense i believe no. i understand why i didn't believe because there's so many questions and there's so many um things that just don't make sense but you'll make it make sense but I, uh, I remember my thoughts before I believed. The, uh, 
I remember mostly whenever we were in Frisco or I Frisco sitting out of my garage and I sent you, what was that book that I sent you? Letters to a skeptic. skeptic. Yeah. 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 That was Gregory Boyd. And you really like that. And we talked about grace awakening, which is my favorite book in the whole That's, world. That book, uh, well, both of them changed my life. I mean, well, that book helped you out most, most more than anything because from a Catholic standpoint, you hadn't really been taught that stuff, right? Yeah. No, we don't. We don't. Uh, you don't see a lot of Bible studies in Catholicism. You know, you'll have um, morality meetings or you'll have something. And I talked to a friend um, the other day that uh, we're going to get back to this, but that. Uh, his family and some other parents put me in a chair in their living room and uh, told me how bad I was because I didn't believe the way they did. And I got kicked out of that school after nine weeks. And it was just because of, well, fuck it. I drank before school. I mean, I knew better. Um, yeah. Wait a minute. Catholics, Catholics don't mind drinking. No, you you drink with a priest, but this was yeah. at a this was at a Christian school, and so you can't do that there. And I was uh, in the wrong place at the wrong time and at the wrong. I mean, I knew what I was doing, and I just didn't think I was going to get caught. For being honest, but I got caught, and he called me out on it. And I talked to him a few days ago, or maybe a week a week or two ago, and uh, maybe three weeks ago. But uh, but his parents put me in a, the middle of this room on this chair, Michael, and to tell me how bad I was. And I said, yeah, okay. Well, it seems like you guys are kind of bad too, just by judging me, but you know, moving on. So um, to answer your question, which I forgot what it was at this point. No, I don't have a question. Whenever, whenever, you were sitting there, whenever you were sitting there and they were saying that stuff to you, that's whenever you weren't a believer, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, I didn't believer. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll describe, yeah, just, describe what it is at that time. Huh? What did it mean to you? What was what did you not believe? I didn't believe that someone could die, be put in a tomb, and then be risen from the dead. I didn't yeah. believe that uh, the miracles that we've heard he did. Uh, yeah. I thought it was weird that Noah could, you know, what about two mosquitoes? What about two flies what about two whatever put everything <laughs> on the thing you know what i mean a lot of the old yeah. testament to me blows my mind the new testament um you've got me on matthew and and uh, uh that one matthew and i get along i think all right and and uh paul is probably closest to me actually but uh i just a lot of it just doesn't make any sense to me until yeah. you believe i mean there's a lot of hope you know, and it's all faith. And I think you're, I think you're the one that told me this. Defending God's like defending a lion. You don't need any yeah. help. Yeah. So, uh, yeah I, was, I was Charles Spurgeon, I think. That's who was quoting. Can't take credit for it. Yeah. I mean, the old, <laughs> the old Testament is weird, but the thing is, here's, here's the thing that you can think of separating yourself from the normal. Because if you judge any court normal, then it is always weird. It's always going to be weird. Once it becomes normalized, it's not weird. I mean, like, like the craziest thing that I've ever seen in my life is whenever my kid was born, whenever Caitlin was born. Seriously, I watched the whole thing. And I, I mean, it was like, 
the, <laughs> the thing that I thought was, it's actually happening. The people were right. You know, there really was a bad side stomach. I mean, it was just that thing was so bizarre. Like you took an alien that came out from, you know, from another planet comes here. Maybe they reproduce some other way. And you tell them, this is how we reproduce. And they would go, that's just freaking weird. That doesn't, that's, that's beyond the scope of our normal. Therefore it can't true. I mean, think of, think of like dinosaurs, right? Dinosaurs are weird. They are right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a Rex with his little bitty hands. And you know, it's like, if you're him, yeah, I've never met one. So I don't know if they're weird or not, but. Yeah. Well, they're weird. They're weird, but they're normalized in such a way that we say, "Okay, even though it's weird, we found bones. We 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 know it's true." So the weird, the bizarre, can suddenly become true based upon just the the adjustment of our thinking. Now, let me tell you something that's really weird because this is what I've been. If you were to ask me, "Hey, Michael, what have you been studying lately?" I'm studying the weirdest passage in the entire Bible. I don't know if this is the re- way I should go with you right now, but I can't help it because you talk about how the Old Testament is bizarre. But if you look in Genesis chapter six, and if anybody actually has listened to this and we have got this through, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Because Genesis, chap- Genesis chapter six is absolutely notorious for being the craziest chapter in the Bible. So much so that you just usually skip it in your own mind because it's so bizarre, right? Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, okay, I'm just seeing if you're That's hanging with me. Genesis. You look like you're about to fall. You look like you're about to fall asleep. No, but I'm just I'm listening to you, and and uh, a lot of things you say are so over my head. I don't know. And and so, well, how's that over your head? I'm just telling you, there's something. That I'm, all I'm telling you is that there's weird things in the world. That's all, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, have you ever seen these like little fish? There's a fish out there that has a, like a face of a man. Have you ever seen yeah, that fish? Seen that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> And you're like, that is bizarre, but we know it's true because we've seen it. The bizarre becomes true based upon the the, whatever you take in as evidence. It's not bizarre can't be true. If I was to tell you, hey, I saw a ghost last night, right? Yeah. And uh, you'd say, man, that's that's freaking weird. You know, we're one of those type of people who sees ghosts. But the moment you see one, it just has to work. Everything has to work into your to your daily, daily understanding of how things work based upon the normality that they become a car driving for a person that was living 400 years ago. They think this is freaking weird. This iPhone. I mean, they would look at this and say, that's magic. Everything is, you know, until it's there, it, it is bizarre, but the, and this is the key thing. The bizarrity of it has no bearing on the truthfulness of it. it. Yeah. The bizarrity. Is that a word? I don't know. It is now, but the bizarrity of it has no bearing on the truthfulness of it. That's the thing you got to get in your mind. No matter what you're thinking about, bizarre is never an argument against something. It's called the argument ad absurdum. It's a fallacy. If I was to say to you, that's just too weird. I can't believe it. That's called an argument based upon the absurdity of what it is you're saying. The feelings that I have, the thing that I would say is Look, look at that. That's, that's just too freaking weird. There's no way I can believe that because it's so weird. That is a bad argument. That is, that cannot, that does not here's work. Here's what I think. Here's, listen, you need to talk to me like I'm a third grader. You're saying bizarrity. Let's keep things in three well, syllables. <laughs> Let's keep things in three syllables and talk to me like I'm a third grader. 
Uh, I was talking okay, about okay. heaven, and now somehow we got to bizarrely. I know, but you're just talking about how things in the Old Testament are bizarre, and that that's something that's kind of you you take with you whenever you're reading the Bible or whenever you're studying anything. If it seems weird, then it's and if, if it's outside our normal, let me then ask it's, you this. I'm then it's harder for us to accept. Do you think that he burned a bush? That's so tough to burn a bush. Seriously, if he created the world, you know how hard it would be to burn a bush. But do you do you think he did? Yeah, of course. Why not? Do you think he got two flies on there and two mosquitoes just to bring him over on the ark? I don't know. I don't know how it happened on the ark. I mean, maybe the flies just flew for a long time, or they were just on top of the ark. Why would he have to get them inside the ark? I mean, I don't know how that happened. Actually, that's a pretty good point. But but the uh, point is the. The point is, I get your point of bizarrety, but I, my, you get my point too that the Old Testament, it's a turnoff. I mean, I really yeah, didn't like it. But I'm getting ready to tell you, read you something that's probably the, like I said, the most bizarre. There's, there's donkeys talking, there's snakes talking, there's, there's Red Seas parting. None of them compares to what I'm getting ready to read. Okay. And the, the reason why I say this because this is what I've been studying lately, and it's just, it's just crazy. It really is. I mean, I like to be rational. I like I to make like you're sense. you're talking me out of God right now. I am. I'm trying to. Yeah, we're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's. I, I don't want to hide in my back pocket all the things that are really hard and then bring them out after you've already accepted. And you say, hey, why didn't you tell me this at the beginning, you know? Yeah. No good. Yeah. But listen, this is this is Genesis chapter 6. It says, when this okay, so what you had so far is you've had the creation of Adam and Eve in the garden, which obviously we were created. I mean, doesn't matter how weird it is. We were created. You can go, I mean, you, you go over to evolution side and say, God used evolution, or let's say there's no God and he didn't use evolution. Evolution freaking weird. Right. I think. Okay. I so say about that, but yeah, yeah, I would, I would consider that weird. No, I, I don't mind God using evolution if that's what he did. I'm saying that somehow people were created and it's weird that we exist. I mean, this, very thing that we sit here and exist and have all of our functions it's weird it's just normalized to such a degree that we accept it right oh i see where you're going okay yeah 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 okay so you have adam and eve created then you go um it, it just kind of gives a little bit of genealogies uh you know they get kicked out of the garden and you give it get a few genealogies up until chapter six now in chapter six think Think God in the Bible is not trying to give, give us an exhaustive history. He's just trying to give us some main points. And so from Adam and Eve being created all the way to Genesis chapter 6, it's just a long time, maybe a few thousand years. The whole earth is populated, right? And something's gone crazy on the earth that causes God to do something very drastic. We're not sure what has happened yet, but something's gone crazy. Listen, you listening? Yeah, no, I'm... I'm 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 all in. I'm just trying to okay okay see where okay go with this because I'm you know I haven't slept. All right. I've been up New, for a hold on. Let me change the. I don't like this uh, version. New American Standard. Okay. Thing you got says when mankind began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them. So now when, when all this started, and it started, the whole earth started to be multiply. The sons of God saw the daughter of men were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Now, <laughs> 
you talk about a weird situation. I, I, I'm telling you, it doesn't get any weirder than this, Dad. There's not going to be something later on that you read. And he's like, I wish you had told me that beforehand because this that's weird. No, nothing's weirder than this. Well, this is angels. Six. I'm writing this down. Genesis 6? Genesis chapter 6. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to read the Old Testament anyway, so whatever. Moving on. Someday you will. Um, I'm out. Now, uh, the angels, this is a reason why I know it's angels because I can highlight this. It's like robotic or something. Do what? Sometimes your voice gets like robotic or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not coming. Through, it won't come through on the this side though. But okay. right. if you can't hear me, it doesn't doesn't help. All right. Yeah. I, but I, okay. It's, it's the sons of God are angels, basically. If you think of angels, think um, angels are. They're God created us. We got down. Then He's created other beings. It's not like this is all He's done. There's lots of other stuff He has done. We're just we just got our story. So you got the sons of God being what we call angels today, although it's not it's it's not necessary to call them angels. It's just other beings, right? Yeah. Not, listen, 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 listen. This will help. There's not a species called angels. They don't. They, uh, as far as we know, I like it when you put things that way because that that now you're talking to me like a third grader, and okay. that, those are the we, things I like to hear. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll take we that. don't know if they propagate. We don't know if they propagate. And I said this about the sex in heaven, that this yeah, is yeah. one thing that's that's interesting. It says, okay, here's they the sons of God. Them. Here's the sons of God. We get more information about them later on. And they, it says, uh, uh, they came down and took wives for themselves. So you got an angels or whatever we want to call them, right? The other species wanting to come and uh get married it says they took wives for themselves i thought that was pretty proper though at least they married them you know instead of just going and sleeping with them but they took wives for themselves and the nephilim verse four the nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterwards what are the nephilim nephilim means giants they were on the earth in those days when of god came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them these were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. And then it goes on and says, basically, the rest of the story is, God saw that the wickedness had gotten so bad, so he flooded the earth. So something became so incredibly crazy to where you have angels coming down at the very beginning of this, then the population is just seeded with angels and men mixed together. You've got giants, you've got the men of renown, you've got, you've got, crazy stuff going on and then that's why the flood happened and the flood happens and he starts being over adam and eve so if you can get down and accept that which it's taken me a long time it really has i i've gone and tried to rationalize this in every single possible way i can for 20 years saying that the sons of god weren't really angels they were just they were just part of uh the uh the line of seth rather than the line of uh the line of what Abel. This line of Seth, just another human race. Okay. Seth is uh, one of Adam and Eve's children. Right. So they came from the line oh, of Seth. The, the ungodly line of Seth married to the godly line of of the women, uh, of Abel, okay. uh, their son. Yeah, doesn't make any sense, though. I mean, that is not what it says. Well, I don't like that word, actually. Uh, but it goes with, I guess it goes with the story. I mean, I don't know. You don't like what word? I don't know what to say. 
Yeah, that's uh, it's a good story. You don't like what word? It made me believe anything more. I'm not telling you to believe anything more. I'm just telling you this is the stuff. This is this is what. Whenever you get into Christianity, here's a book that has been handed to you that has been for 2,000 years, 4,000 years with the Old Testament, a book that all Christians have believed. This is quoted by Christ, whom you do at least understand, respect, and believe that he rose from the dead. And you've got to either say, well, Christ wasn't right about this, or We've got something, we, we're in a box so small that we only let what we see as being normal be true. Okay, going off that, how long was it between the time that Paul wrote his book and Peter wrote his? I don't know why. I'm curious. Uh, Peter, they both wrote the same time. Peter wrote in maybe well, sixteen. How long was the, there was like a there was like a whole distance between seventies, and you and I've talked about that, and that blows my mind, and I don't understand. That's I can't wrap my head around that. Well, Paul uh, wrote maybe, Paul wrote thirteen books, and he wrote them between fifty to sixty four, sixty five, and Peter wrote his book, his two books in about sixty sixty four. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Matthew and Luke. <laughs> you went off the angels thing. So let me let me at least wrap that part of it up, okay? Well, because the only thing I'm the angel thing, the angel thing really uh, turns me off. If I'm being honest, uh, oh, I know that that's what I'm trying to deal with. That is what I'm trying to deal with. Yeah, all right. That's, that's what I'm trying to deal with is just the philosophy that you bring to the table that that turns you off. Yeah. Why? Because I don't. Uh, it's hard not to believe in God. Not going to believe in angels. Come on, well, man. Sure. I mean, angels, demons, Satan. But so why, what, what is, what is irrational okay. about this? If you if you exist, Ted, and he created you, what is so weird about saying he's created other things? If we exist and he created all people and some of them rebelled, some of them didn't, or some of them rebelled and we, uh, you know, Christ comes and saves us, what is, what's wrong with saying he has other things going on? Because uh, I haven't seen that either. So, unless you have seen it, then do I, it so who do I pray to? God no. or angels? I mean, if if I'm praying you know, stuff that I don't know about, and I've never okay. seen it, this is this is your Catholic stuff. I get it right now, right? Well, I don't know. Well, Catholics, better. Catholics have more. They they pray to angels. They pray to saints, but no, they, they don't pray to. We pray to Mary. It would and to the saints. Huh? Well, you you know the the different the different ways in which the angels come and serve man in the Catholic faith, and you know whether it's uh, the uh, the angel of protection, Michael the archangel comes down, you call for the Michael the archangel, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's you just a Michael. Yeah, those are called saints. There's a difference. <laughs> Michael's not a saint; he's an archangel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You would know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, but, but what? But what I'm saying here is that what is the wrong with saying that God has other things going on that is outside of the window of why of is that you? my problem? I mean, that's it seems like that's his issue. And do I have to believe if I'm a Christian, do I have to believe in every single thing that he's got going on? 
I mean, it's no, in a sense, no, of course not. I mean, the gospel is Jesus Christ. You're a sinner. Jesus Christ died and rose from the grave. And that whenever you trust in him for forgiveness, you have it. You have a relationship established with him, right? Right. That's it. I mean, if that's all I ever told you and I never, I never brought the Bible, never told you anything else, that would be it. All yeah. right. Well, I'm, I'm in on that. It's just. Well, but the thing is. Where are the angels of, when he was getting killed? Where are the angels when he was carrying the cross? Where are the angels when he was hanging on the cross? Where were they then? Well, he said, if I wanted to, I could call down 10,000 angels, a legion of angels, and they could rescue me. But he don't want to. Why? Why would the angels come and save him? Whenever he says, "Hey, nobody save me," because I've got to do this for man. All right. I mean, seriously. Yeah, he's your it's favorite of, angel. Well, Michael. Uh, he's your second favorite. Gabriel. That's the only two I know. <laughs> that's too easy. Maybe Raphael. I mean, there's a few that's in the Book of Enoch that I could name. But I mean, those are the Book of Enoch. The book of Enoch. That's a different book. That's not in the Bible. Uh, it's a good book, though. That sounds good. Catholics do not accept the book of Enoch either, but they respect it. You know, if you want to talk about Catholics, uh, we're a different breed. It's just been a tradition. You and I have talked about this over the years, how we don't know the Bible. And I didn't know the Bible until I, honestly, until you started studying it. I remember going over to your house one day. <laughs> And you are going through the uh, the whole timeline of Jesus. Do you remember this? You had a map it, out. Was it the timeline? Yeah, 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 yeah. You had a timeline and a map, and I'm like, oh, that was a good book. book. I need to find that. That one. That was an exciting book. Yeah, but you had it like laid out, bro. I mean, this thing was like you were serious, serious. Like we were wanting to go play basketball, and you said no, and you never said no to basketball. You're the worst basketball player on this planet, by the way. Dude, I am not. That's crazy. Yeah, you're terrible. Okay, I'm just gonna let that one go. Wait, I I can't. I mean, clearly, I still think about Dude, it. That's that's the, saying that's crazy. Saying that I still think about it. Saying that I'm bad at basketball is war. It's more bizarre than the angels coming and having sex with women. That's how outside of my I don't know. That's how outside of my experience that is. But go ahead. If I had a video of you shooting a ball. How do you shoot it, Michael? Dude, <laughs> how do you remember? How do you remember how I shoot it? I've gotten better. So bad that I couldn't take it anymore. It's my okay. guard. I wanted to guard you just to block you. <laughs> I can't oh, take. Someone's gonna tell you. I mean, I'm, I'm just all right, you. all right. I'm better. I'm a better shooter. I do admit that I did it's not have a good playing basketball. So I'd rather talk about angels in your basketball shot. All right, and, good. I would do. So do angels have wings? No. I mean, maybe you could uh, remember angels aren't a species. And so you could have some angels that have wings, just like the seraphim. The seraphim are What's a, it, it says, the seraphim are the ones that are flying around God. And it just said, whenever uh, Isaiah said, I saw God lifted up on his throne and there were seraphim that were flying around him with, uh, with wings on their, on their feet, two wings on their feet, two wings on their eyes, two wings, wings to cover their eyes and i think there were six wings all together but but uh i wouldn't say the angels have wings because they don't they don't present they look probably a lot like men uh because they sometimes come down and uh, the book of hebrews says that 
some people have entertained angels unaware that they entertain them because, you know, there may have been an angel in your life. You entertain them unaware. Halos? What's that? Do they have halos? No. You believe in no. halos? I, what is a halo? Just a circle around your head? Yeah, I mean. What, what would you need a halo for? I don't know. I've just heard about it. Seen it. They're just, like they're just symbolic representations of holiness that is put in art sometimes, but there's nothing true about them. But there's true about angels, but there's no halos. Okay. Uh, if, if you want to make an argument for halos, I'll give you the room. But I have no clue where you would find halos except for in traditional art pieces. Well, it's I, called faith, Michael. I don't traditional, believe But I mean, traditional art pieces aren't... This is all the same thing. No, it's not. It's because traditional same. traditional art pieces are not a source of authority. The source of authority that I do make an argument for is the Bible. Why? Because Jesus believed the Bible. So whenever he looks back, and he's referring to Genesis chapter 6 and the flood, and he says whenever, whenever he comes again, it will be like the days of Noah, so things will be very similar. I look at Jesus and I say, well, the dude, that guy rose from the dead. And so if he rose from the dead and he is who he said he was, then whatever he says was probably better than what I say. And he doesn't look to artwork he looks to the bible he looks to the old testament so there's nothing That's... in the bible that says halo no no I'll, I'll search i mean i've never heard of halo in the bible halo nothing no shit <laughs> <laughs> well at least we got that out of the way <laughs> which one the halo or the... no angels don't have wings and they don't have halo so well, that's good. I like the ones that I thought about, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Folklore. I mean, you talking about angels is kind of like me convincing my kids about the tooth fairy Santa Claus. You know, I, I uh, <clears throat> haven't seen one, but I act like there are one. There is one. And uh, that's a hard one for me to swallow. You know, yeah, but the, the problem is, again, the problem is your source of authority. If Jesus believed the Old Testament that he had and Jesus rose from the dead, then I look to Jesus and I say, I want to believe the same thing that he believed. He didn't have a tooth fairy. He didn't have a Santa Claus. If he did, then I would believe it because here we got God on earth telling us how things are. Get it? Got it. It's authority. Bizarrity, just because you think things are weird, is not a source of authority. That is simply an emotional reaction to something that has no bearing on truth. You see what I'm saying? Well, it's got to start from somewhere. Well, it does. It starts with who your makes, who makes Who's the authority to make it start? Well, there's, there's five different types of authority. Let me tell you one that you know of for sure, and that's just rationale. If I was to tell you, I, I, I am, uh, I am on this computer and I'm searching the Bible, but at the same time, I'm not on this computer and I'm not searching the Bible. You would say that doesn't work. And I'd say, why doesn't it work? And how do you know that doesn't work? You'd say, cause it contradicts each other. I'd say, why is contradiction, non-contradiction, a source of authority? You say, cause it's rationality. Rationality is a source of authority that we start with. But it's not irrational to say that angels exist. I, I disagree completely. Okay, go. I think an idea beats 
rationality. You, there's a reason that we think of something to even make it rational. So it starts with an idea. Now there's now you brought up authority. I got a problem with authority, as you know. I don't believe in rationale. I believe in an idea, and I believe in the process. The rationale, huge problem with, and I think you're wrong. But you, you so you, so you, you do believe things. You will not, you will not convince me any other. Okay, way. don't don't use the word authority. Authority wasn't a good word to use. Okay, I didn't start it. it you're the authority on it. You're the rationale. Let's, let's just say source of truth. Where do you go to when you're trying to figure stuff out? You either go to what mommy and daddy taught you, right? That's tradition. And you have an emotional bent towards that normally. Now, not you particularly. You have an emotional bent against it. But whatever you learned growing up, you always want to be true because it's the most comfortable. So you end you up know, trying right? to that's, defend That's that. interesting. Um, and, and I'm going to interrupt you there. And this is going to go completely down a rabbit hole, but I want I want you to know this. I was with our buddy Kevin this uh, last week and a half, and the things that I thought that I knew, I'm drinking Dr. Pepper, the things I thought I knew about black history. Wait, 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 wait. What are you drinking? Dr. Pepper. Okay, go ahead. Is that okay? I'm just kidding. I don't, you, I, you think I cared what you were drinking? No, no, you, you almost encouraged me. So, well, you did. But anyway, so I'm with Kevin, and I learned so much more about- Kevin Watson, Kevin Watson. I wasn't going to throw his last name because I think this is being recorded, and there's probably getting these. Well, send it to Kevin. Shout out to Kevin Watson. I will, but my point is, there is a. Uh, I didn't know what I didn't know about Black history, yeah. and, and and I'm, you know, a white privileged or was fella, and uh, I feel like I got duped. And some of the conversation you're having right now with me, or we're talking about, I feel like I've been duped on some other things. Like, I just didn't know. I just didn't know. Yeah. And uh, Kevin and his buddy, uh, 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 Ma uh, Ma um, I can't remember his name, Ma 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 Michaela or something like that, Ma Malachi, Malachi, had a, a lot of good, you know, I had some questions that could have taken that as racist. It could have been whatever, but I didn't have any malicious things toward the questions I was asking. And I think where you're going with some of this is like, I feel like in a lot of the things in the Bible and being Catholic, I've been duped. You know, I just you've been, du you've know. been duped. About, ask. You've been duped about what's in the Bible or yeah, duped about yeah, yeah. I, I, a lot of things. I mean, I've been, I think we've just been deep. We were talking about authority and we're talking about parents. My parents listen to their parents. And so they bring it on to their kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was a kid mm -hmm. once a long time ago. And, but my dad only knew what his dad told him or his mom. And then their mm -hmm. parents only knew what they heard. Right. Mm -hmm. The thing about the Bible is it's been pretty steady. <clears throat> but if you listen to your parents, like you said, as far as authority goes, and <clears throat> this rationale, sorry, <clears throat> it's, uh, I think we've been duped in a lot of things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was going with all that. That was a long, that was a long way to say. No, that, that's, I mean, that's actually really good. And my, uh, I've taught, I've taught my, one of my, uh, classes that I teach. I don't know if you ever went through any of my actual courses or I sent them to you, but the introduction of theology one, this is all 
we talk about during introduction. I, I won't even get to studying the Bible until we get these things covered. You know, like whenever you read a book and you, you got the prologue, that's the one that you skip. Then you just go to chapter one if you're reading a book, right? Yeah, yeah I'm with <laughs> The prologue. We hate the prologue. Everybody tries to skip it. Never read. Yeah, yeah. The prologue to thinking about God is exactly what we're talking about right now. Like if I was talking to, let's say, I'm talking to a priest, right? Maybe we'll get a priest on here someday, and you can ask him some questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But let's say I'm talking to a priest. I, I would say, listen, there's no use whatsoever between you and I arguing about anything until we agree on the source of authority. If you come and you say, uh, if I come to you and I say, well, let's, let's, uh, here's the Bible. And I believe whatever is in the Bible and everything else is wrong. Then you would say, then the other person would have to agree. Otherwise they're saying, well, I don't believe the Bible. So it doesn't matter. You can interpret the Bible all day long, but I don't even believe the Bible. So set the Bible aside, right? I was saying the no, no, no. you can't you can't you can't sell to ignorance or poverty, and that's what you're talking about right there. Yeah, and it's not so much. It's just like we're saying, how do humans come to know things? This is called in, in philosophy. It's called epistemology. How do you know oh, what? what you know? Epistemology. Yeah, you, I, I watched a video on you talking about that today, actually, and uh, really? that's, yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool topic, but it's a hard word to. I mean, it's too no, much I love epistemology. We, I love yeah, epistemology. we talk about syllables. That's <laughs> if I can't the, spell it, I'm not saying, you know. But the thing is, just like all this stuff we're talking about in the Bible, Genesis chapter 6, angels, whatever else, you've got to come to some type of conclusion of what is, again, I'm not going to use the word authority because I think I, that that brings up some wrong connotations. But what it's is the source? I mean, I think that those two words together, it's all bad rationalization and authority you can't put those two together period you just can't okay Okay, let's put it this way let me let me let me tell you you asked me michael where do you go to whenever you you're telling me all this stuff what are your sources um i would yeah what what'd you say the bible i thought you said michael uh yeah bible would be one right but that would only be one that's not the only source I would say, like I said before, rationality. If something, if, if you t- if you were coming to me and you said, "Hey, I got this idea about God, and I think it's true. I think He's both evil, and at the same time, in the same way, not evil." I'd say, "No, that doesn't make any sense because they contradict each other." Uh, because I believe in what's called the law of non-contradiction. I believe that something can't be true and the same thing not be true at the same time, the same relationship. That's rationality, right? Like if I, if I were to tell you, Hey, Tad, I'm coming, I'm coming to visit you. And then you sat down and you said, man, Michael's coming to visit me, but he's also not coming to visit me at the same time. So I don't really know what to do here. You would say, if he's coming to visit me, then by virtue of him coming to visit me, he's actually going to be here. That's rationality. You use it every day. You can't get away from it. Anybody who doesn't use that is completely irrational. You go into a stop sign. You don't say, Hey, look, here's a stop sign. I'm going to go both go through it and not go through it. And it means the same thing. So it doesn't matter. You you have rationality. You can't function without rationality. All right, right. Okay. Moving on. No, no, that's just so important. I mean, I can still fight with it, but yeah, I got. I it, still have opinions on that. Actually, 
okay, tell me. Tell me what's the matter with the here, here's what it's called the law of non contradiction. Law of non contradiction says A cannot be A at the same time as being non A in the same time as relationship. Anything you say can't be both true and false at the same time in the same relationship. If it's true and false, those are different times and different relationships. Like if I said, Tad's nice, but he's also mean. Well, that doesn't contradict each other because you are nice sometimes, not very often, and you are also mean a whole lot. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So okay, let's let's go back to the stop sign scenario. Okay. Someone taught me that red means stop and green means go. Yeah. I got a problem with that. What if I want green to be go and red means stop? Is that authority rationale or is that no, just that's no rationale? That's tradition. Okay. So now we're going back to the Catholic thing. Yeah. Tradition. And yeah. now we go back to God and angels, right? Yeah. So we can we can we can circle this all around. But no, of course it, it is. It's a, it's it's a spiral. Everything plays. Just seeing it. everything works together. But you just said it didn't. No, it does work together. You have to okay. Let's say rationality, right? You have it. We use it every day. Whether whether anybody believes it or not, if you're not using rationality at all, you're probably in a straitjacket. Okay. Probably. Another word I can't stand. But yeah, you're probably right. Okay, so you're you're in a straitjacket if you're not using rationality. Most people we trust every day. Do you, you get, we got what's called uh, the um, the the social social uh, uh, contract with everybody else. I believe that if I come to a stop sign and then it turns red or the stoplight turns green, I'm going to go ahead and go through it because I got a social contract going on with everybody else out there. I didn't go and ask everybody, hey, will you make sure? What? That's good. Social contract. That's that's a good one. I hadn't thought okay. of that. Yeah, but no. That's a rational thing. It's it's rational for me to believe in that social contract. Why? Not because it makes sense. I was sitting there and I never got on the road and never met anybody in my life. But I thought, I bet you if I get out on the road and start driving, other people will stop at red light and go. No, that, that's tradition. So you got two things playing here. There are two things playing here. You got your rationality. And you got tradition, You're not tradition. Off this huh? You're not getting off this rationality thing. No, rationality is so important. I mean, it's the first that you use before you come to anything else. And that's why I'm saying, that's why I tried to say at the very beginning, before anything else, Tad, and you're thinking about things, rationality does not mean not absurd. Just because it's weird doesn't mean it's irrational. Angels existing is not irrational and intent. It may be wrong. It may be right, but it's not irrational. It's, it's too many times we think of truth and we think whatever, whatever sounds stupid can't be true or whatever embarrasses me to say I believe, I'm not going to believe that. Like if I came to you and I said, Tad, I believe in UFOs, right? Oh, everybody does believe in UFOs now. <laughs> but used to be UFOs was something yeah, you didn't yeah. believe, right? The earth's flat. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, everybody's saying the Pentagon's saying there's UFOs. Well, I guess it's not crazy anymore. Beforehand, it was irrational. No, it was irrational. It was always something. No, that it, could... it gets back. I, I think you're getting mixed up with authority and rationale, because rationale is an authority, is what I'm saying. Uh, that's pretty good, actually. Good comeback. <laughs> yeah, I can't read that one. Uh, okay, so listen, you. You do you agree that you start with your rationale? You, everybody has to use no, that. No, you start with an idea. 
I'm, I'm never going to agree with you on the rationale. A rational idea or irrational idea? Uh, the first idea. Uh, why would it be first? That's a rational statement right there. That's the first time you can have one. Well, I know, but you're you're acting rationally. That's true. That's not true. No, you're not. Uh, uh, yeah, like there can't be an irrational if you don't have a rational. I get where you're going. With. I know where you're going, Michael. I've known you for Okay, a while. I'm just talking about formal rationality. That is something we bring to the table every single time. And angels having sex with women is not irrational. It's just outside of our purview. What are outside angels? Of what's, what's angels' use? What do we need them for? Uh, the ministering spirits come to help us. That's one Hebrew says. We don't have to have them. God doesn't have to have anything. God uses all kinds of things that he doesn't have to. I mean, he uses us. He put Adam and Eve in the garden and said, hey, tend to the garden for me. And they're like, they didn't say, hey, you can't do it yourself. I mean, why do you need us to tend to the garden? No, you know, when sharing. you and I first started talking about um, when, when you were uh, – I, I, I don't have a better way to say this, but selling me on uh, Christianity, which I am a huge, I'm a, I'm a believer now. I've told you that. Yeah. The Adam and Eve. At, at least in Christ, at least in Christ, the Christ story, right? Oh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I right. believe. No, I get it now. I, but I no, I'm just trying to say that. Bit. You're, not sold, you're not sold on the whole Bible though, right? Huh? You're not sold on the whole Bible is what you're saying. Just the Christ story. Well, because I, Yeah. But okay. I believe in what I believe, and I, I I'm quite convinced. He died, he rose, and I get to go up there and I get to eventually meet him. You know, I can't yeah. wait for that. Yeah. Selfish thing. It's just like I truly believe that, and like I said at the beginning, I remember how I thought when I didn't, and uh, you made me lose my train of thought so thanks for that no 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 no. tell me how you thought when you didn't what was was it a feeling was it a, a, a was it, it, it goes back to the tooth fairy and santa claus so emotionally you didn't think it could be true uh and i'll i scientifically mentally okay scientifically whoa 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 whoa, whoa. scientifically is rationale that's all that is god you're getting right? stuck on this fucking word man no, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm just saying you were saying that you didn't think it was rational. And I'm saying, well, wait a minute. That's not true. That's just not with it. I mean, now is you are UFO scientific? Yeah, they are. Why? Just because somebody said, oh, they were always, they were always rational. It just, we didn't experience them. And so therefore we didn't have to fit them in. Dinosaurs are always rational and you know, they, we fit them in because they, it, we have the bones things are always rational except for contradictions. So you have that, but your experience, you say, you say your experience had something to do with you, you not believing. And, and I'll tell you why, man, because it, it feels like the more, the deeper I believed in him, both of them, right? Who's both of them? Jesus and God, because I think there's <laughs> two, and that's Catholic. Yeah, we're no, no, there's actually okay. three. There's actually there's actually three. It's a trinity, yeah, but that's okay. We'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like the more I give in with my heart and soul and mind and spirit or whatever you're gonna rationale, <laughs> the worse shit happens, man. When I just believe in myself, fucking things were great. <laughs> what do you believe in him? And everything goes to shit. Michael. But hey, hey, I did tell you that at the very beginning, didn't I? Not in that way. 
And I did. I said, listen, if you want things to go better, you probably shouldn't follow him. And you said, I'm not leaving him. I don't care. He can't get rid of me. And Let I, him I mean, go. He's trying <laughs> like a motherfucker. But I talk to him like he's my dad. And uh, I miss my dad. And I'm <laughs> God acted like my dad, you know? Yeah. Uh, but he's, uh, I miss your dad. You know, I miss everybody's dad. Somebody's got to miss my dad. I, I miss him. I, miss I know, him. I know, I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I feel like the more I believe, the less I get. So I I feel like I'm doing it wrong. I'm praying wrong. I'm praying sideways or something. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you may be starting with the idea that that whenever you do believe, certain things happen in a certain order. But I mean, just believe in the right thing, Tad. Let's say let's say we're right. Okay. Let's just let's just on theory we're right. Jesus Christ did die. He rose from the grave. He's going to come get us one day. We're going to be on the new earth with him. Let's say that's right. Give me that. What's first the new time. earth thing I need to know more about? Uh, it's just heaven. We'll talk about it some other time. But it's just uh, heaven. It is a good uh, one to talk well, about. Rhonda, Rhonda uh, my girlfriend. Yeah, uh, like that term, and um, she's a big believer. We talk about God quite often, and uh, and her mom and her dad. She was she's brought up uh, Protestant or something. Like yeah, something that I wasn't. But yeah, he's had, um, and so the new earth thing really kind of struck her as that's a good way to put that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not planned. Is that your term? Did you come up with that? No, no, no. It's in the Bible. What? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta read this thing. You gotta read this okay, Bible. Well, how do you spell it? <laughs> Is it in the B section? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, okay. Let, let me finish this because we, we're we, we've gone about an hour, and I don't know if people listen that much longer. Let me let me finish this like overview, and then we'll get back to it later on next time. But I want to hear what you have to say about it. Okay. Maybe maybe you get where I'm going with this. Maybe I don't know. Just finish. There's five. There's five places that I go to for authority. Right. Whenever you say, Michael, how do you know? I'll think through five different avenues to get there. Number one, the Bible. You already said that. You knew that, right? I say, well, it's in the Bible. If it's in the Bible, I believe it. Number two, rationality. If it doesn't make sense, I don't care whether it's in the Bible or not. If it is irrational, then it can't be true by definition. If the Bible says God loves me and he doesn't love me at the same time, the same relationship, I say that's you're misinterpreting the Bible or the Bible's not true, right? Get it? Okay. <laughs> Number Okay, okay, okay. The Bible, rationality, tradition. I do have a tradition. I mean, tradition is a source of truth. It is a place I go to. Um, I don't want to be the only one who says, hey, dad, I got a new idea, just like that sex in heaven thing. <laughs> but yeah. I say, I, I've got a new idea. Nobody else in the history of time has ever had the same idea as me. Well, that's, I mean, you come up with something like that, and I'm probably not going to believe you. Right? I thought I came up with the word idiotic when I was 10 years old. I'm like, <laughs> I just made up the word idiotic. I'm a genius. <laughs> well, it turns out that word's been around for a while. But you get yeah. what I'm saying about yeah, tradition. Yeah. Tra tradition yeah. is not all bad. You don't want to be brand new. You don't want to be the yeah. Joseph Smith who yeah. starts Mormonism, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, yeah. and say, uh, nobody uh, ever believed this we'll way. Talk about about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, I don't okay. Know. okay, so that's a uh, uh, Bible, reason, tradition, then two other ones that are less authoritative, but you can't. But reason can't. is rationale, but it's funny you said reason instead of that because you know rationale is a bad word. <laughs> reason. Then there's two more. There's two more experience and emotions. 
those things, whether I like it or not, play a part. Now, if I say I saw a UFO, I don't know why I'm sticking with UFOs because they've been in the news so much. But if I say I saw a UFO, reason is about the most impossible thing to, or experience is about the most impossible thing to talk anybody out of. If you said, Michael, I saw a ghost. And I said, Tad, there's no such thing as ghosts. Uh, the Bible doesn't say there's ghosts. Or, or I went through this whole deal. You'd say, I don't care. I saw one, right? So experience plays a big part. And then emotions. If you don't like it, if it doesn't sit with you well emotionally, then you're less likely to believe it. And sometimes it contributes in a positive way. And that's that's basically, if you say, Michael, how do you know everything you know? I say, well, the most important thing is the Bible and reason and tradition. And then these two other ones, emotions, experience, both play a part. So it's not just the Bible. It's not like I'm just, I'm coming to you, Tad, just believe the Bible. Don't think about anything else. That's not what God does. God gave you tradition. He gave you emotions. He gave you experience. He gave you rationality or reason. And uh, he wants you to apply every single one of those to whatever is being taught. So Genesis chapter six, uh, the only thing that is the problem with this is experience. Nothing else really I mean, I've never experienced an angel. I've never seen an angel have sex. I've never had sex with an angel, uh, except for my wife. You know, she did it. Yeah, you're going there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw that coming. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we, well, we've all had a experience with, with the same angel. Shut <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> That's not true, by the way, people. That is not true. I'm not laughing because it's true. I'm laughing because I'm he's laughing crazy. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we love so. that angel. <laughs> what was i talking about snort did you snort yeah i did listen listen back to original just because something's a bizarre doesn't make it not true there's other factors that come into play right so if i say angels came and slept with women and they had children you've got to consider this if you're if you're really searching for truth if you're searching to confirm your prejudice then stay away from this, right? Because you can do that on your own. If you're searching to make it, it feel like, you know, where you're comfortable, don't get into this. There's not a lot, of, a whole lot of comfortable things that we're going to talk. There are a lot of comfortable things, but I'm saying there's a lot of not comfortable things we're going to talk about. Get it? Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking. Who else would yeah, I be talking yeah. to? I don't, I don't know who you're talking to. Yeah, I want this to be uncomfortable because that's what makes me comfortable to be uncomfortable. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I think I think this got recorded, and we'll pick it up next time. I guess. What do you uh, you think it went okay? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I, we loosened up, right? Yeah, I felt I felt like it was just you and I talked. Yeah. Good. You have All right. Well, I'm I'm going off the broadcast, and I'll call you in just a little bit. Okay. Uh -huh.